Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to episode 512 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How are we doing, fellas? Great. Amazing. So, Glennie, somebody once told me <laughs> that it's an anniversary. <laughs> so, happy anniversary, Glennie. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Would much and rather I'm- be spending time with my wife than you two fuckheads, but here we are. Yeah, so you, you just you just come straight out like on the front foot abusing oh abusing us. I was going to say that it's that time of year again where we where we undertake a period of solemn reflection about the lives that have been brutally snatched out of their prime and ruined um, by you marrying them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I tied it back to the Cannon Crows for you. <laughs> How good? How All lucky right. are you that there Very. is almost zero funding in this country? for sufferers of Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> like, the saddest, not, the not only scarier that, part is that you've actually researched that. Congratulations, well, no, you like, fucking psychopath. Your, your poor wife is the only known case of quick-onset Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Normally it takes multiple hours, sometimes days. Yours took fucking 37 minutes in a Ford Cortina. <laughs> Holden Commodore, mate. Central locking. She never oh. stood a chance. <laughs> and they call and they call it they call it Ed syndrome. I mean, let's, let's be <laughs> Stockholm's would be fancy for us Westies. They're <laughs> fucking putting together furniture and shit. <laughs> most people most people from Ed's couldn't even afford a book showing photos of Stockholm. <laughs> Fuck that flat pack! I got cinder blocks. <laughs> I got the fucking, I got the, I got the milk thing. I fucking pinched out of the back of the corner store. Milk crates and cinder balls. I got a flat pack. I live in a cardboard box. Fuck <laughs> <sighs> oh, yes, that's what I love. Dairy Queen vibes. Congratulations on a serious, serious uh, note, Glennie. Thank you. Um, yeah, twenty you motherfucking years. Yeah. And I mean is... the old the old the old phrase, you know, cliche that is like, oh, you get you get less time for murder. But now you're literally you're getting into the you are actually getting into the time where you do get less time for murder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's actually true. Yes, um, and how you haven't been murdered is um, it's, a, it's a mystery. That, that because I'm a fucking like, delight, mate. I was I'm say, a delight. It, it, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm grateful for the fact that you haven't been. Jay Jay probably say otherwise, but. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the fact that you haven't been murdered. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck no. Look, I'm as shocked as anyone, if I'm honest. <laughs> now, news this week. I have a lot to go on. There's a bit of signing, a bit of signing talk bubbling up. And one that, that has dropped not long before we started recording, actually. It was, um, it was only about uh, not even an hour ago. Is that there are reports that uh, the Rabbitohs are looking to recruit Jack Whiten? For what? weeks we've been okay. So Canberra going to oh. offer him a fortune, and um, that's the end of that because you know it's hard to turn down like one point one million or whatever it was going to be over a couple of years. Um, but it, it, he is expected to travel to Sydney on Friday to to finalise what is tipped to be a four year deal uh, through to the end of twenty twenty six season, and it's um. Around three point four million over four seasons, which is about a million less than the deal that the Raiders have, ta- have tabled him. Excuse me. Is that like less per season, or was their total deal still over four years? Uh, I believe I believe so. I think they were like one. I think they were like one point one or something per year over four years. Wow. Where this is three point four for four years. So, um, look on one on on one hand, this does that does tie more into the narrative that he wants to go somewhere where he's got a chance of winning a comp, and he's taking less to 
less than it's on the table elsewhere to do so. Um, yeah, but, but to play where? Yeah, in, the, well, I mean the, in the vacated six jersey when Cody Walker goes to the Dolphins. Imagine. Mm. I don't hate that. He does like... Uh, he's not really going to be the way now, is he? Because Wolf's taken over. But, um, yeah, look... Wayne's got know. two. Wayne's got three years this year and two. Did he have, I, I didn't think he had that many years. Yeah, I thought he had a short time. Oh, I think like it's one, three. Or two, one or two, and then handing over the wolf. I like think you we went through this before. Yeah, you're thinking of the West Tigers deal, <laughs> where, where they've got a far Mate, worse there is, coach. There is no deal involving the West Tigers in the <laughs> names Wayne Bennett or Cody Walker. Yeah, we've we got a far, far fu- less successful coach yeah. swapping with a completely unproven coach who hasn't won uh, exactly. Dick in England. And the only five eights, the fucking busted five eights we're looking at signing are Josh Schuster, Schuster and fucking Amon. Yeah. So what happened? So what happens here is that uh, that. This is this deal or this you know, the the contact's been broken by Latrell. He's told Demetrio that uh, Whiten was interested in joining the Rabbitohs last month. The negotiations have evolved from there. Yep. And um, the plan. Well, here we go. Is so that we're prem- fighting over. We're, we're premature. We're premature talking about uh, Cody going to the Dolphins because the plan is for him to play left center. We're some go. of the smartest minds in the game. We've thought that perhaps that's where the money should be spent. Yeah. And um, look, that's. You know, he, he has a very provisional kicking license there. Probably not going to do a lot of it. So it takes away the, the worst aspect of his game. Um, <laughs> and look, honestly, if he's... if he's, I mean, that's great fucking money for him to just settle down as a as a centre and just focus on his running game. And yeah. I mean, if he, yeah, if he slots in there, like, I mean, he's got... He's sent an AJ. He's sent an AJ. Yeah, well, I mean, he's more so than anything else, in my opinion. Um and he's just sending AJ over, and then you've got fucking Campbell Graham killing it on the other side. Yep. It's very fucking dangerous. That's that's <laughs> I mean, a, that's a both sides of the field fucking yeah. crisis team. And with him at centre, it absolutely makes the makes the Rabbits a more dangerous side. Yeah. When I first when I first heard before I looked into the article, what I I just saw like you know basically the the head point the, the the headlines where it was like okay White and going to the Rabbits, and in my head I assumed the halves. And in my head, I thought, well, fucking, I don't think any team with White in the halves is going to win a comp. Yeah, <clears> that's it. But now you see, I now feel like they, the only player, the only person that does think that is Jack White. Yeah, and then they put, but they put him in the centres though. I mean, they're paying, they're paying too much to have him in the centres. But that, that, you know, if they can afford it under the cap, well, I'd that, love to see the, 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 the sums. But if they can afford it to stick him in the centres on that kind of money, then fuck. I mean, it, it's it's an absolute improvement piece in their side. In, in saying that, you would imagine that Ilias is not on typical seven money. No, no, he, being, he, he, he'd be far from upgraded being, or anything yet, yeah. Being so young, and so that gives them the option to go, okay, we, we're going to open up a three-year window here Yep. by using what, what we could have used for a, a, a more potent seven, what we've mm-hmm. saved on, on having Ilias there. Let's, let's get some superstar rep power out wide. And that's not a dumb move. That is yep. not a fucking dumb move at all. And then, then Ilias, Ilias can be upgraded, you know, partway through that deal. Anyway, as other play, you know, when they yep. shuffle the deck chairs. Makes sense. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're going to, ultimately, you know, they're going to be moving, you know, the, the, you know, the Damien Cook era is going to end. Yep. And then, they, so then they're going to have, you know, Peter Mamazelis on nothing. Yep. Playing nine, That's so it. look, yeah, they, there's, there are places where they'll be able to nip and tuck over the years if they're prepared to just you know dump that much money into a centre. Um, Other than Murray and Cook, though, there's not massive dollars in that forward pack, is there? I don't. Kalamatani wouldn't be on massive coin just yet. No, no but he's no, probably but he due will for be. a bump. I mean, he's he's getting he's getting a bump for sure. Yeah, yeah, but but what are, what they've saved on forwards, they've spent on backs so far. Like mm. Latrell's on plenty, AJ's on plenty. Yeah. Cody Walker Cody's would be on, on plenty. plenty. Yeah, you know they've they've thrown the cash, they've splashed the cash. You'd have to assume that Campbell's going to be, you know, he he'd be demanding, he'd be getting paid enough. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And if he hasn't, then he'd be in line with an upgrade too over yeah, the next little while. I'm not sure how long he's contracted for, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, in other in other uh, contract news, the Dolphins have uh, extended Hamaso Tabuai Fado. 
Uh, Five-year extension. He will Oof. remain at the Dolphins until the end of 2027. Originally, it was a two-year deal that he signed for them for this year, next year. Yep. But they're giving him a three-year extension on the, on the end of that just because clearly he's proven that he is a guy you can sort of build a, build a side around. Fuck and yes. um, something that the Cowboys... Well, I did dodge a big a big uh, bullet with Callum Ponger in terms of you know his injuries and whatnot. Yeah. This is the second guy, the second potential fullback that they've let slip through. Certainly in, a preferable uh, option. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, let's face it. Drink, you know, Drinkwater did, you know, he killed it for him. Yes, he did. And he's, I mean, this year not so, you know, not so much. But um, yeah, it's still early stages, and you know, yeah, I think he's had and, a bit of time out with a suspension, and the and, yeah. the, the Cowboys' woes are not. Oh my god, their fullback's dreadful. Yeah. No. Oh, oh my god, the fullback was suspended. Yeah. I mean, for a while there, that's what that's what they were. It was oh my god, the fullback's been suspended for a fucking decent chunk of weeks. Yeah. And then he came back and nothing changed. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's probably more. Like, oh my god. Tom Gil- Tom Tom Gilbert was him, not fucking not if- fucking Neiman and, and Ruben Cotter. <laughs> if Cody goes. Is that the end of Ricky Stewart? Is is the guy who, from everything white, you've white ever heard... Yeah, sorry, yeah, white. If, so if, yeah, if he goes... Because um, uh, everything you've ever heard is, oh, you know, Whiten's Ricky's boy, and Ricky's got him to the, the rep arena, and he's so proud of him, and they, you know looks at him like a son, and all of this stuff. If Whiten then turns around and says, well, I want to win a premiership, so I'm playing in, in a less demanding position, taking far less money... Yeah, because this coach can't get it done, and this group of players can't get it done. Yeah, I think he probably. He, I think he could probably spin it in a way that you know it's the group of players that can't get it done. Yeah, not necessarily the coaching, but you know, look, yeah, the coach, the coach, and and himself, you know, got it, got him there, and they, uh, and now that now that window's closed, and he's just, you know, team hopping to a, to his next super team, looking for a chance. There you go. But uh, look, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's anyone's tipping the Raiders to be able to return to, you know, late twenty nineteen anytime soon. Fuck me, that feels a long time away now. When you mm. when you, know, you look but, at look at some of their performances over the course of last year and and already this season, yep, it, it feels like an eternity ago. Or yeah, I mean, some of those Raiders fans will feel like Tigers fans. It's, it's not, well, they feel they feel like a, they feel like a, I feel like they've got a. They've definitely got like a like a, a decent base performance this year. Mm. I mean, they've they've reached that over the last you know couple of weeks. But yeah, I mean, is are they are they even close to competing for even you know like getting into the finals would be an achievement for that side. But it, absolutely, not just their performances this season, last season, the entire style of how the games played has changed. Yeah, yep. They're not built for success in this modern game. No. Three three year modern game, three year old modern game. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they say, yeah, with technology, everything's changing so quickly, and you know, the timelines are you know contracting for for change across everything in our lives, and you know, PVL will get sick of these close score lines and fucking competitive <laughs> games before too long, and throw another grenade in there. That's it. I was, <laughs> I, was almost, I was almost going to say that 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 was the last grand final before the six again era, but then I remembered just how prevalent the six again was in that grand final. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent! <laughs> uh, unless there's any other news that you guys want to talk about, I want to jump into the games. Sure. Yep. Right. So, Anzac round. This one. I've, have you guys done a full survey of all of the teams' Anzac jerseys? Yep. No. No. I got to say, I just, I just, just so people understand something about me. Is, is there is somewhere what? that they all are together? Uh, not that I, no, I've just been watching them come up through the socials, you know, piecemeal yeah. as they, as they get released. But I just wanted to, I just wanted people to understand that you know the the, the listeners will you know they'll they'll give their shots and like oh you know we're biased about this and we hate this team we don't give that team credit etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're fucking liars because if you know me, you know that like fuck the Broncos isn't just a catchy hashtag. It's a way of life for people like me. However. I saw today, I saw yesterday, I saw their, what they're doing for the Anzac Day jersey, and it's exactly what I would want out of an Anzac jersey. It's basically their regular jersey with a poppy yep. on the chest, yep. and the number, the player number on the back 
has a color complementary color sort of camo yep. it's like not that visible you know it just looks like the player's number in a dark sort of brown color or whatever but it's kind of like a you know got a sort of slight sort of camo running through it with some yeah, darker okay. tones subtle not a fucking crazy bcf fishing shirt looking thing with a fucking sublimated yeah. silhouette of fucking dudes in front of a chopper or dudes doing the bowed head with the rifle in front of a man's axe styles any of that shit that's yeah. what they should be like. Yep. And in fact, if the NRL wanted to keep doing, I mean, I would prefer if the NRL sacrificed their fucking logo on the jerseys for one jersey a year for one weekend a year, and or did an NRL themed poppy thing, you know, that's badge it. for the for the NRL badge, yeah. and that's the and that's the exact thing. And then you know, I mean, you yeah. know. So it's interesting. It's, it's it was good to see, and I'm giving credit where it's due. Um, if you're looking now and if you see a, a repository of where all of these Anzac jerseys are, then uh, do pass it on to me so I can actually... Uh, because I tell you, it's a very rare day when you see one of those. <laughs> Not absolute fucking eyesores. Um, right. So the first game, well, speaking of the camera Raiders, i got to buy, so that's probably why Jackie Boy's flying up to, to Sydney. He's got the weekend yeah, off. It. Head up to the big smoke and uh, sign his life away. And the first game... The Rabbits take on the Panthers Thursday night at uh, Acor Stadium. The Rabbitoh side. Tani Millens is out on the wing. Uh, Kaloma Tungi is out for a reasonable amount of time, I, would, I think, um, with injury. Uh, Isaac Thompson comes in on the wing. Cheekam comes into the second row. Um, Sele goes from front row to bench. Jai Arrow bench to front row. And uh, the Panthers side. What do we got here? Liam Martin out. Lindsay Smith in on the bench. And Sorensen goes to the second row from the bench. What happened to Liam Martin this time? I don't know. He was only back last week. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Uh, I haven't seen anything staggering, but let me just have a quick look while you give your thoughts on who you think is going to win. Panthers by a million, um, even though they've lost uh, good old stay free Martin um, look remember this, this is one of these situations where we've had games this game has been played you know what in the last month was it, it wasn't that long ago when when the Panthers mm. played the Raiders that was at a stage where the Panthers didn't have their shit together again yet which they've sort of demonstrated they have over the last three weeks maybe it was even the game like you know almost the game directly after um, last week was a bit of an aberration but I mean the week before yeah and two weeks before they had good wins um, the Rabbits also <coughs> I don't think really had their shit together last time they played either. So I'm looking forward to this one yeah. as a contest. I think, uh, it'd great, I, I, I think it'd be a great game. It, he's ag- re-aggravated the same hamstring in- injury that had kept him out. So. Wow. So they say so he was brought back too early then. Well, it, yeah, I just saw a quote from Ivan there that said he, he felt it early and kept playing. <laughs> oh, so. Fucking warrior. Yes. Who now puts himself out again. Yeah. I, I think this one comes down to the, exactly which version of the Rabbitohs turn up. Yep. If that calm, cool, and collected version of the Rabbitohs, and by Rabbitohs, I mean Cody Walker, if that version shows up <laughs> this week, yep. looking for some actual fucking payback, then the Rabbitohs will be very, very hard to stop. Based yeah. on, you know, the the just just how clinical they've been, you know, and, and the fact that they can put on big scores very quickly. In saying that, if again it turns out that he's head fucked by the Panthers before they even step on the field, yeah, then there's absolutely no use at all. And um, Penrith fifty plus. But the other the other factor in this is Latrell's involvement is growing week on week. He's doing that thing where he's not necessarily as as fit as you'd want him to start the season. Yeah, but it isn't taking long. Yep. And he's at the stage now where where he can can really command much more attention from defences. So he's one to watch as well. But yep. as long as Penrith get back to that very simple, fast play the ball style that, that they had the previous two weeks and get away from the fucking dreadful style they had last week versus Newcastle, they should be pretty comfy. Coal miners, black lung. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. 
Yeah. Um, both of these teams are, are sort of closer to their finished forms than they were last time they met, so I am interested to see uh, yep. how they'll match up. Kalamatangi, big loss for the Rabbits, of course. Um, mm. That is but, massive uh, on the edge for them. I, I think it's a close game Penrith can't lose. I, I think they'll just control it, and, and they have that ability. Um, Cody Walker, late intercept. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, you know, their ability to perform in the clutch is, is proven time and time again. And um, However, I think if South start fast and can can get some ascendancy on, on the ruck speed, which is difficult yep. to do against Penrith, but if they start fast and get a bit of a lead, I think South have the ability with good field position and, and possession to, to put points on, and I think that'll make it tough on Penrith. But if it's close, I think Penrith win. But you remember as well, I mean, even even the losses that Penrith have, I mean, when it seemed like they were safe, you know, game-winning mm. leads, even the Knights, you know, like a bunch of points at the end to, to steal it, you know, they almost, you know, they, they came back almost to get the Broncos. They came back almost in the World Club Challenge. Like, they, you know, they do that quite a lot as well. So Fair. I'm not sure what sort of a lead is safe. Um, and I don't think the, the Rabbits are the teams that kind of defend, defend their way to a win either, you know, but... um. Yeah, I think that I still think That's the Panthers the, are probably about ten point winners. You're right. the The rabbits The rabbits aren't going to stop a comeback with defence. They're going to stop it with one or two quick tries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't actually have the. Uh, I don't think I have the, the the betting prices up there at the moment, so I can't see who they are. I assume that Penrith are reasonably heavy favourites, though, right? I'm getting there. Sorry. Right. That's right. I don't know. I'm not a degenerate. You should there we be. Go. Uh, $1.57 yeah. for Penrith on Sportsbet, $2.41 to the Bunnies. Yeah. Okay, yeah, points bets, $1.50 versus two sixty. So, um, yeah, probably pretty much in line with what we've been saying. Yeah. Uh, Friday night game, the only Friday night game this week due to the uh, scattered games over the Anzac round. The Eels take on the Broncos up in Darwin, the traditional Darwin game for the Eels. And uh, their side, uh, McIntyre goes to uh, – he's out, sorry. Josh Hodgson comes in. Uh Brendan Hands goes from hooker to bench. Madison, second row to lock. Jermaine Hopgood, lock to bench. Bryce Cartwright, bench to second row. The Brisbane Broncos side, Jesse Arthurs is out. Uh, Keenan Palacia is uh, out. Corey Oates in on the wing for uh, Arthurs. Flegler comes in, and uh, Corey Jensen goes from front row to the bench to make to make way for Flegler's return. Broncos, warm favourites. Yeah, I'd... I don't mind the Broncos being favourites. Um, I think Parramatta obviously still somewhat finding their way through the season so far, and um, the Broncos have obviously at various points are still running first. And um, you know their attack has at, at various stages been fucking quick, which I think Para might struggle um, to contain them if if the Broncos get on a roll with quick, quick play the balls. Um, Reynolds off the back of that edge runners yeah. Ricky I, I've been really impressed with, impressed with Jordan Ricky this season on the edge yep. um, he did some great things last year but sort of fell away he was, one, he was you know one of the guys that fell away towards the back end um, of the year but he's he started the season really impressively and um, Kate was always solid so yeah I, I'm going to tip the Broncos yeah, I'd almost be tempted to tip the Eels if um, Hodgson was still out. How long do you think it is before that they realise that Hodgson isn't the nine and Brendan Hands has actually played enough footy now that he's their solution at nine? Um, I, I, th- I honestly think they're suffering from, from a good old case of contract blindness. Yeah. Where... And they fall in love with the guy who they paid you know money for. Well, you know, it's for the, for the same reason that Oh well, we've got we've got this guy, and we're, we're paying him overs. He's a centre, but we're paying him to be a six. So because yeah. we're paying him that much, we won't play him in the centres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't think they will realise it and swap. But yeah, I think Brisbane will get him here. Yeah, I think the, the Broncos, if they get that sort of uh, you know fortunate period, whether it comes from like the referees or you know good fortune or just you know a period of sustained good play that gives them a couple of tries back to back, they. Like they tend to be able to get such a roll on and get their backs up when they when it's when they start they can sort of you know create a bit of an avalanche. Yep. Uh, 
if the Eels prevent that and it's a low score, low scoring game for a long period of time, then you know maybe that changes things. Yeah. And and here, here's the thing: the, the Broncos' outside backs are so fucking big and strong that there's not those easy meters down there. I don't think for Parramatta that they take against other teams. Yep. So yeah, no Broncos. Okay, moving on to Saturday afternoon. We have the Doggies taking on the Sharks. This one again at Accor Stadium and uh, the Doggy side. Karaz is out. Uh, Topene is out. Declan Casey comes into the wing. Braden Burns comes into the other wing. Ockenbore goes to the bench from the wing. Birdo goes to five, from 5'8 to halfback. Oh, Kyle Flanagan God. goes from halfback to 5'8. What could possibly go wrong? And they, and they told me that fucking Trent Barrett wasn't the coach there anymore. Uh, the Sharks side, no changes. Sharks are dollar twenty six favourites. I'm surprised they're not shorter because uh, they will win this game by fifty fucking points minimum. Can I... Did you see on on Twitter? Gus Gus was asked the question about the change. No, I didn't see. I, I, I only noticed it just now when I uh, saw the team list. So, let me just uh, go to an account that he hasn't blocked me on. <laughs> I mean, it's completely ceremonial. I don't understand what the fucking... Or why. What's his Twitter handle again? I don't fucking know. I don't follow him. I never followed him even when he did um, block me originally. Um... Essentially, someone someone come out and said to him, "Oh, hey, is has there been a mistake made in the team list? Did they did they swap the jersey numbers by accident?" Oh, he loves it. He loves it when you imply that he made he did something wrong or made a mistake. No, no, and he so he came back and he says, "Oh, yeah, no, that's on that's on purpose, and the coach has a plan." But who's like he planned the trick with the plan? But we don't want to reveal anything. Are we fucking serious, like okay. That's fucking absolute sick. dumb shit. So I guess we'll find out what this this immaculate and incredible plan is that they that they trot out on Saturday, and uh, if it if it stems the tide and uh, stops them conceding uh, another fifty points, I suspect the plan is trying not to lose by fifty, and I feel like it's going to be an unsuccessful plan. There's fuck. I know they've got their injury concerns, and and you know, not as many injuries as they'd like you to fucking believe. Though, no, I, I, I tend to agree, but. Jeez, between, you know, Corey Waddell, Max King, Jacob... Well, Jacob Preston is probably... He can't be labelled a plotter just yet. No, he seems Jesus, to have some product. He, he seems to have some promise. There, there's, there's some legitimate plotters in that team. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Is this the year of the plotter, Glenny? You're just calling out everyone for being a plotter. Not not everyone. Just plotters. Okay. <laughs> Right, um, we're all agreed there, and I would imagine when it comes to the betting, the, yeah, the, on the, dollar yeah, twenty six. Yeah. Yep. Jesus, they're they're in the dollar eighteen on on points bet as well, and that does make them the heaviest favourites of the round. Um, yep, fairly quite comfortably um, in, in a no, round where the West Tigers don't have a buy. Yep. So the uh, the the doggies can uh, can celebrate or commemorate the Anzac weekend by eating a big tasty fifty burger. Uh, the Cowboys take on the Knights. This one is happening up at the Abattoir in Townsville. The Cowboys side, have, they have lost Tal Malolo. And what we were talking about on Monday, like four to six weeks or something, I think yeah. he's gone for. That's um, Jordan McLean comes in. Jake Granville, probably much to his delight, goes from the front row to the bench. And that's, some, <laughs> and that's something we didn't, we didn't, we didn't mention on, on Monday, I don't think, either. Uh, and Ruben Cotter goes bench to lock. The Knights side, Jack Johns is out. Brody Jones is out. Jacob Saifidi comes back to the bench, and uh, the big one, Callum Ponga, I think it's his 100th game, returns in 5'8". Jersey. Motions and games. <laughs> Gamble goes from 5'8 to the bench. Matt Croker goes lock the bench, and uh, Glenny's mate, Kurt Mann, comes on as the starting lock. And for that reason and that reason alone, the Cowboys will be victorious in this game. Well, there's you know, other they really, I'll be honest, you know, there's other reasons. <laughs> you know, they really should. They really they, they really should win the game. But honestly, I don't know if they got it I don't know if they got it in them. I, I hate to say it and I'm not 
I'm not a guy that I'm concerned about Ponga. The way he, um, his last concussion there against, well, I think it might have even been against the Tigers, was it? Is that the uh, last I, game I, he played? I don't remember the. I don't he remember. He definitely the last went one. off early against the Tigers. I don't know if he's played since then. But incidental contact at best. Yeah, yeah. And they are trying their very best, and and I just. I feel like every time he touches the ball, what used to be the fans and the you know the coaching staff and anyone at Newcastle when he touched he touched the ball, they'd all be excited that he was going to do something. I think yeah. that's flipped completely on its head, and now they're like, "Fuck, he's yeah. going to be okay when he gets tackled." Yep. He needs his, his footwork. You know, needs to get way fucking better <laughs> to avoid to avoid contact. Mm. Yeah, because they're a guy. I mean, like, which is and say what you want about the but. That's fucking rough. It's very fucking rough. I got nothing bad to say about the guy. I mean, he he got the he got the contract that he could from the club. Mm. Yep. And like, yeah, he's like, is he worth it? In my opinion, fuck no, he's not. But you know, that doesn't. Matter. I mean, he he signed he signed the deal. They gave him the money. Yeah, he he didn't get that contract by going. Oh, I played British state of origin, and they believed him and overpaid him. They knew full well what he was and what, what he wasn't yet. So. Yeah. But uh, I, 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 we haven't heard anything. Like, have we heard anything that's, that's, that happened over in Canada or whatever with the brain, brain nosy? No. Because, no. yeah, I, I, just, I, I just wonder, I mean, why, yeah, Newcastle Knights Digis? Why don't we it's, have a fucking documentary about it? Manly did a two-part doco on Tommy going over to Nolsey. Fucking Storm did a one-part documentary about Pappy going over to Nolsey. That shit's fucking interesting as fuck to see the behind-the-scenes and what, you know, the, the sort of stuff that these, you know... Field, Maybe there's a reason they don't do. want you to see it. Because they, yeah, they, they, they don't want to see the fucking... The, they don't want to see the scans and, that's and it. Looks like, yeah, it looks like a fucking broccoli. And it's like... <laughs> It's probably less less like the ones that, that Pappy and Turbo did, and more like the fucking one that poor old Mario did on Who's 60 minutes or whatever. Stepped off the plane into a, 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 a harsh southwesterly and passed out. Yeah, um, they don't want to see that. No one wants to yeah. see. Yeah. Nah. Look, I hope he gets. I, 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 I think uh, as as a fan of of young people not being fucking smashed into fucking CTE in their prime, I'll, I would like to see him get through eighty minutes, whatever that looks like. Yeah, without any of these situations where he's like slow to like where he just gets fucking hugged after a kick or something, and he. I, he, I he need takes... him. I need him to fucking play a long and robust NRL career because every day he does that is a day further out from when I have to listen to him inevitably ending up in commentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So fucking true. Oh, yeah. uh, Cowboys by plenty, I think. By plenty, you think? I think mm. the baseline of the Knights is enough that if the I, Cowboys, they can yeah. hang with them for the entire fucking game, and the Cowboys have been the team to fold. Happened against the Warriors. It's happened like. The Where last do the month. Cowboys' points come from, Glennie? Valentine Holmes, Scott Drinkwater, Tulungi. I, I think there's enough there. I think they'll, okay. be, they'll be good enough to beat the Knights. No, Newcastle, Newcastle by a margin. Knights are a huge fucking chance to win this game. Yep. Provided they're not left down in interchange by by Ponga. And it's incredible to think if you looked at the draw at the start of the season, Knights going up to fucking Townsville to play a game. Yeah. We'd even be having a discussion like it was a it was an possibility. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, look, it's, it's not a dumb scheduling move. No. A- Anzac rounds, big TV viewership, send Callum Ponga back home. You, yeah. can see, you can see what they've done it, but yeah, did not how they worked out. So you're saying it's basically like in theme with with um with with Anzac and, and war stuff, where it's like sending a young a young man home in a body bag. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, no, yeah. it's the um the uh, uh, the the Anzacs at Kokoda were were famous for their resilience and, and not just doing the job once. And the good people of Townsville have already driven out Kalen Ponga once. And as he tries to invade again, they would again stand staunchly right, right. <laughs> to, to defend their fucking homeland. Right. 
<laughs> the Dolphins take on the Gold Coast Titans. This one is happening at Suncorp Stadium. And the Dolphins side, Kenny Bromwich is out. JJ Collins is out. But they welcome back Felice Cafusi to the second row. Jared Wallace to the bench. And uh, Ray Stone is moving to the bench from the front row. And uh, Herman S.A.S.A. is uh, also... Oh, sorry, he's moving from the bench to the front row. Titans side. Okay, a few bit of a list here. Um, Shop is out. Vuna is out. And uh, Little Tino, Isaac Fasul Malawi is uh, out. So uh, Jojo Fafita comes into the wing. Glenn's mate, Thomas McHale, comes onto the bench. And uh, Cleese Haas to the bench. Philip Sami goes from wing to centre. I'm glad to see McHale getting a run at the Titans. Um, having said that, I fancy the I fancy the Dolphins in this game. Kafusi yep. coming back is is big for them. Um, Nick Rima and Katoa seem to be able to do the job. Yeah, yep. they 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 seem you know adequate. Um, oh, on paper, I feel like you know Fafita and Tino alone, and then you put Mo in in the mix as well. Isaac Luke, their, their forwards should be. Should lay a platform against the the Dolphins, but I, I strongly think the the Dolphins are going to be the guys that control the ruck and, and the tempo through yeah. the middle. Um, and then, you know, with that established, Nikarima and and Katoa don't don't have to be outstanding. They just have to, just be, have to serviceable be serviceable. And, yeah. Yep. Um, and I mean, how yeah, how the Dolphins for the first time in weeks? I mean, they're going to be running with because remember it was the it was the void that Kafusi's suspension created mm. that where Tom Gilbert became the fucking animal in the in the, I mean so then you got dueling animals now with Kafusi yeah. back yeah yeah um and and yeah. you know I I strongly think Wayne is is would be in Gilbert's ear and go you know your foot doesn't come off the pedal just because he's back. You've stepped up and you've done you've yeah. done the job and you've filled the void, but let's keep it going. And, and you know, he's the type of guy that would respond to that, and I think the Dolphins win. Yeah. The Titans are going with a bold strategy of playing three hookers as well, with Randall starting, Cruz leaving in 14, and then Aaron Clark in 15. Yeah, wow. So uh, that's probably only a matter of time before leaming, you know, just gets acclimatized or whatever and becomes the, the nine, you know, and then you know, maybe gets spelled. But mm. he's the guy that starts it off. Yep. Uh, look, I'm happy to go to the Dolphins on this one. I think the Dolphins should be favourites. Yes. And um, and it, it doesn't make any sense when you look at the team list or anything, but it just decides fucking, as far as like ROI on, you know, with the playing roster, I mean, they're, yeah. they're fucking killing it. Yes, they More are. than any club in the comp. Moving to Sunday afternoon, the West Tigers, Glenny, taking on the Seabs Eagles, Campbelltown. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know whose house it is, but it doesn't, it's, it's never usually yours. So. The uh, Tigers, though, some interesting... Uh, obviously, we, they lost Naden, so he's gone. Dewey's gone for, they say, up to 16 months. Oh. It's a quote, 12 to yeah. 16 months. Yeah, they're saying fucking halfway but, through next year. Yeah, third ACL on the same knee. Whoa. He's 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 borderline. Like, does he even does he come back? Mm. I'd say I'd say he he's probably has the constitution do, where yes he will. But fuck me. Do they put like, the dead cunts in them yet? Uh, I think you got you have to you have to fly overseas to do that, and I would hope that he is. Do you to do the cadaver? I'm, I don't know. Nah, no, 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 no. Our mate, our mate at Apple had that done. Oh, did he? Yeah. And it was there you a, go. it was a cadaver's Achilles that they put in there. So, so obviously something that's far more tensile yeah, strength than, that's than it. Uh, they don't, yeah, they don't okay. even use an ACL. They're like your your body is so fucked, or you keep doing so much dumb shit that we need to give you extra. How do you fuck his ACL walking from the fucking MacBooks to the fucking iPads? No, and he, back. Um, <laughs> so he somersaulting. Let me guess, he plays futsal or something. He trained pretty hard. No, 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 no. Just in in the gym, he's he's um, studying to be a physio, right? And and trains pretty fucking hard. I'm, I'm made of nails. Um, did his ACL once, and had had an operation or rehabbed it, and it was okay. Then 
because he lives in Melbourne and he was young and single, started going to all these fucking warehouse parties where they'd just throw parties in abandoned factories. Right. And jumped off a fucking walkway, like down into a, a group yeah. of fucking people. And, fucking and found out that things weren't quite 100% yeah, after that's all. that's it. So, you know. Fuck. Yes. So yeah, well there you go. So they can do the, 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 then yeah. You, then you must you must be right. They can do the cadavers here. I mean, I'd I'd be if you're looking if like if sixteen months is the outside period in the quote, go to fucking Honduras and bomb it with fucking stem cells as well. Yeah, you, you that's know, it. like seriously, this is your career, and if it costs you like fifty grand, yep, get a third party or a sponsor to help you cover the cost, or invest in. Yourself. Having more more career because I mean you're gonna you're making yeah. it back you know easily, um, fuck. But um, yeah, man, that's rough, hey. So then coming, so all that's and that's only the second one. So Sim can go, Simkin's gone as well, and Blory's gone. You have to tell me something. So, so Brandon Wakem comes in into the halves. They tried it; it failed miserably. Although he was the catalyst there for that game where they came back late against mm. the doggies, I think, um, when he did come on. Dane Laurie is on the bench. Is not Tommy, on the bench. Tommy Talau is on the bench. Do you say Dane Laurie is on the bench or is not is, on the bench? Is, he's is. on the bench. Okay. He's in jersey number 14. Tommy Talau on the bench. And then you've got Jareem Buller, the fullback. Glennie, tell me about this child. Big raps on him, apparently. About 14, 14 maybe turning 15. <laughs> what? Oh, he's, about, he's, he's like 18. No, he's young. As yeah, fuck, he's young. Right? yeah, Making his debut. He's young. Um, What's his story? Do you know much about him? Have you watched him? Only, only that the club, you know, see him as as the the future in the fullback position. Um, How long have like, they seen him as the future in the fullback position? So they spent a lot of money on Charlie Staines, even though they were, they were looking at Buller. Yeah, saying? but but Sheenzy said just recently, and and it's interesting that he's given him a start this week because he said, you know, obviously the fullback position is, is going to be fought out between Staines and Laurie. Uh, but you know we have we have this young kid. Everyone knows we've got this young kid coming up through the grades, and we need to, you know, bring you know the plan is to bring him through uh, long term. Two weeks later, he's in the starting side in the NRL. So it's a sign of the desperation that uh, that the Tigers are in to um, to continue the revolution revolution process of the uh, game of rugby league that they're undertaking. Um, is is that because you reckon other clubs were sniffing around? Oh. I don't know. Why does Tim Sheens do half the shit he does? What, am I supposed to sit here and explain it? Dementia. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'd agree. Um, <laughs> Dane Laurie on the bench, I suspect. There's, you know, Gus came out. What do you week. make of the fact that you've got two outside backs on the bench? Oh, okay. Corey they're giving, Patterson, they're giving, Corey they're Patterson Tommy, played on the wing. Yeah, they're giving Tommy Talau a run because he's got the shits and he was going to go to Manly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corey, Corey Patterson played on the wing. Um, Todd Payton was a That was my you know, favourite. Coaching my the, fa- the juniors at the Tigers when Sheens was the head coach. Uh, lo and behold, Jake Granville playing for Todd Payton is playing in the front row and fullback and God knows what else. Like, this, he's got a lot to answer for, Mr. Sheens. Um, Laurie on the bench is back up for Wakeham if he. Uh, if he goes shit house, uh, they'll slip Laurie into six. Um, Dane because Laurie into six, or yeah. the youngster. Yeah, did you hear? Um, that, did you, she, did you, that was Sheensy that said that, wasn't it? No, oh, Gus. That was Gus. Oh, was Gus. Gus sees Laurie's best position at five eight. I yeah. think he's just fucking with the Tigers at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'd look, what could yeah. what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. So anyway, the manly side. Um, the Ray Vega, he's suspended for two weeks after his fucking tremendous legal hit on um, Munster. Um, Johns is out. Uh, Tuolungi is out uh, with HIA. And KO Weeks uh, is out. Returning, Ruben Garrick, Josh Schuster, Sean Kepi, and the debut of Samuela Fainu, which is one of the debuts that we've all been waiting to see, um, those who follow the club. He's uh, four Fainu brothers, one stabs cunts. One was shit and got sent to the Tigers. And hasn't played... I don't think he's played first grade for you yet either, has he? No. Um, that was last year. The, then we, we, were, we were supporting through the legal case with Manasi because Samuela and his brother Latu are the good two. Uh. <laughs> and so and so now uh, we take our first step with uh, with Samuela making his debut and our, our first step in hopefully our um, 
loyalty to the family <laughs> for the purpose of the two good ones uh, has been paid paid off, hopefully. Uh, Bullimore goes from the bench to second row. Uh, interesting, there's, there's a couple of interesting positional things here. Um, it's great to see Samuel get his, get his debut. Um, Lachlan Croker is the only fucking hooker, and I say that, you know, very, very liberal definition of the word, in the, in the side for the first time in I don't fucking know how long. He's a tackling machine, not quite the level of Jakey, but he's, you know, he's he's a strong defender. He doesn't offer a fuck a lot in attack. He really needs that spell. I mean, like last week's game against the Storm, that was actually the winning move. Of the, you know, when he had his spell and then when Siebes brought him back on, that was the winning of the game because you could see that like Weeks wasn't giving the, you know, decent service and, and everything. And he came on and they immediately scored the try to, um, you know, ice the game plus defend their way to the finish line. I wonder this week if, as we see in 21, we see uh, Gordon Chan Kum Tong on the bench. I wonder if this is the week that they slip him in when they make the team cuts on Saturday and he maybe makes his debut. Yeah, okay. Because I can't see... Because there's nobody in the 22, except for KO Weeks, who is clearly is who has been dropped out of the 17, who can deputize at hooker. So I just... I don't... I just don't think they're going into the game that way, but, you know, we'll see. Um, danger game. For, for the purpose of tro- for the purpose of trolling. Like, if, it's, da- it's a danger to my life <laughs> if, if the West Tigers win this game because, I mean, it would be, it, it would be one of the great tempting fucking toaster bath bomb games <laughs> in recent history. <laughs> um, game companion on this one. Glennie won't be there, unfortunately, so... We'll pull another tiger in. We'll see you. We'll throw the throw the throw the net out and see who I catch. And uh, regrettably, because I mean, it's be hard. It's the first time we've had a potential game companion where, like, our teams have been like you know one mm. two two a combination of two yeah. of our three teams are playing in the time slot where we usually yep. do it. So, That's it. Um, <clears throat> so you know, unfortunately, you'll be you know on a nice nice beachside vacation. I will. We're happy I'll be to watching. Die, you, I'm sure. Nathan's already fucking spoiled my anniversary today and I'm by not going to have him by wishing you happy I'm, anniversary I'm not going to have him spoil my anniversary weekend by continuing the behaviour that is, he's displayed over 14 <laughs> solid years <laughs> wow yeah, yeah I mean yeah as, as, a, as a casual and neutral observer to this stepdad I could just see you disgusted by the treatment I'm receiving. Right now. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know the fucking half of the fucking story. Nathan he doesn't even know the half of it. <laughs> the half. The half I know is that Nathan just seems to be offering some heartfelt mm. congratulations. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly. the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, that's exactly. what he. That's what he wants you to believe, mate. So congratulations. And you're then, just one of you're one of the Pied Piper of fuckheads. But then it you're one me. of his followers. Congratulations! <laughs> I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you this one, stepdad. Last last week when I put up the West Tigers versus North Sydney Buyers game thread, <laughs> yeah. he screenshot that and sent it to me with his usual greeting, all caps, cunt. And so I sent him back some emojis with like love heart eyes. Yeah. And he, then he replies and says, "You have deep psychological issues." To which I replied. It's called love, mate. Stop being closed off to the male platonic bond. Why would you call love a psychological issue? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he's from he's from Ed's. He's old school. But he can't men can't say you know I love you to each other and, and mean it like I say I've, to him. I've told you that I love you many many times, Nathan. Many times in my life. Yeah, but I think yeah. you probably that, I think <laughs> not as many times him. as I've told you. I hope you die. I think the scoreboard. I, I think the, I think the scoreboard's heavily in in favour of the word cunt uh, yeah. <laughs> over the last couple of years, yeah. and uh, the scoreboard will be heavily in favour of the uh, Seas Eagles as well for the conclusion of this one. See, how I brought that around. Lovely, well done. Oh, Todd Smith, Todd Smith's referee. Is that that fucking ranger? Oh, no idea. Does it matter? The, the ranger, the ranger that loses control of games and just gets, you know, he's like Corey Horsburgh in a fucking double AMI shirt. How, how did <laughs> we end up? How did we end up in the fucking worst refereeing era in the history of fucking sport? Because no one wants to be a referee. Like, and why would you? Yeah. You know like the ben, type of people that actually put their hands up to be referees. You know how they're wired. Like, like, like traffic wardens, parking no, wardens. No, like Jay. Fucking what happened, sociopaths. What happened, what happened to fucking Grant Atkins? He was on the fucking path to becoming 
He's like, still there, right? He's still he's still he's all right. But I never see him repping games. Yeah, I mean, he he was the one that, that pulled back the um, the uh, Bradman best try about five minutes after after they'd awarded it when when they said he knocked it on, he bobbled it into the hand of the manly guy that was tackling him, <laughs> and they pulled it back. They pulled it back when the ball was on the fucking tee. For the conversion. Who did he piss off though? Because now the only ones I tend to to see, like yeah, Todd Smith, the fucking like vampire, and that weird fucking cube chest guy. What's his name? I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't understand that reference. I'll have to Google the one, images. The one, that, the one that looks like he's had a fucking like cybernetic chest put on there, but it's from a nineteen eighty three. Toyota Corolla. Let me let me report like, back to you. He's built like SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> yeah, let me let me report back to you on Monday. And I'm going to be watching. Um, I'm just going to be watching supercuts of all, all weekend. I'm just going to be focusing on the referees and then watch the KO mini. There we are. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> what did you do then? Did you just Google like the, yeah. the referee looks like SpongeBob? No, it's the whole the whole referee thing. They've got all of them together. All SpongeBob right. Square Whistle. <laughs> um. Yeah, mainly heavy favourites. Uh, not as heavy as the uh, Sharks are or the Dolphins, but maybe, you know, second or third for the week. That that does make Manly. Like, you should take a good, long, hard fucking look at yourself. If you are playing the Tigers and you are not the shortest favourite in the competition. Yeah, but someone's playing the Bulldogs. You know, it is a 17 competition. Every 17 team competition every week, except for one. <laughs> someone's got to play the Bulldogs. Yeah, but, and, and again, all personal biases aside, the Bulldogs, while a shambles, are nowhere near as bad as the West Tigers, especially me, with no fucking Dewey, with no fucking Naden. Let me um, let me that is, let that me. That is a fucking die. Let me propose. Let me propose a a a, a, a metaphor for you. Imagine, uh, <laughs> imagine there's two houses, and. Uh, they're exactly actually fuck it. It's the same. It's the exact same house. Someone comes along and buys that house for two million dollars. Yeah, absolute shithole. Fucking wrecked. Another person comes along and buys the same said house for six million dollars. The houses are fucking both shitholes with equal amount of pestilence and and damage and you know whatever. But I think the person who's paid six million dollars for that shithole. <laughs> is worse than the person who paid a lesser amount of money for that shithole. The, the, look, the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs are, are a $6 million shithole. Yeah, they've spent $6 million in two years. The Tigers have been doing this shit for a decade. So they've played the long game. Gladdy, I can't... Well, you're not, again, You're so institutionalised, you won't even defend your own club. No, I can't, you can't defend the indefensible. What do you want me to do? Jesus Christ, Glenny. Anzac Day, Tuesday. Tigers 13 plus. You just had to spoil it for yourself, didn't you? <laughs> Anzac Day. We've got a, a couple of clashes. And uh, first of which is the Roosters taking on the Dragons in the traditional ceremonial game, whatever. Um, this one's happening at Allianz Stadium. And the changes, some big ones here for the Roosters in dropping Sam Walker. Uh, is that deserved, you reckon? Uh, look... I think it's harsh. Oh, yeah, I think I think it's harsh too. Is it, the Roosters is it before they lost the last. Or is it, are there injury concerns that they're resting in for? No, no, dropped. Apparently, oh. himself and uh, Kiri play play too much similar style of play, and Kiri's obviously the better one. Yeah, okay. So uh, they're they're going to try Joey Manu at six. Um, Nat Butcher's out. Uh, White's out. Momorowski comes into centre. Crichton to second row. Uh, Tupanua to the bench, and. Uh, Center to 5'8 for Joey Manu and uh, yep. Kiri 5'8 to half back. Dragon side. Jaden Sewer is out. Ben Murdoch Masilla, Glenny's mate, comes in to second row. That's it. Yep. My mate. I don't hate Joey Manu at six. Um, let's be honest, they're playing the Dragons. It doesn't matter. Um, I think the Roosters win convincingly. Was he playing six in that game against the Dragons with the Roosters when he faked the hammy and then and then yeah, I think through so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because Kiri, that was in the period where Kiri was out for long term. I think, mm. but um, that's just like that. <laughs> this is my all time classic bit of shit outsry. I'd love to see that again. I would love it. Um, look, I don't think the Roosters should be as heavy favourites as they are in this game. Reputation. I don't, 
I don't. Yeah, I don't. At the same time, I'm not saying I don't think I don't think the Dragons have a a you know a super realistic chance of winning this game either. But you know they've they've showed they've showed flashes when they haven't been you know as, according to their fan base anyway. Um, you know, trying to get Hook sacked immediately. Yep. Yeah. Do I expect the Roosters to win? Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, of course I do. I mean, you look at it even even with the outs and and the the fluctuations in the fortunes of their forward pack over the, over the last couple of years, or the dilution of their forward pack. I mean, you look at them on paper though, and they're still, you know, yeah, far better side. That's all. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, Roosters by how many, Glenny? Twenty-four points. Twenty-four points. Okay. Final Anzac Day game. The Melbourne Storm take on the Warriors. This one's happening down at the Korean Housewife uh, in Melbourne. The Melbourne Storm side. Jonah Pezzett is out. Uh, Tui Kamakamika is out. Meany comes back to fullback. Big Nelson comes back into the side in the front row. And uh, Meany's return shifts Munster from fullback to 5'8". The Warriors side. Uh, Nukore is uh, in. And Josh Curran goes second row to bench, uh, making way for Nukore, who will be starting in the second row. Tell you, this may be, and let me just verify that I'm right here. Um, how many of these has Sean Johnson played in? Absolutely no fucking idea, and I don't even know how I could I even know. quickly find that. St- that reckon, statistic. It, reckon it's his first win? Is that what you, that's what you're getting at? Well, I I was going to suggest that it may it may be the first time that after this round, we don't sit here and just debate that forevermore it just should be called AAC round. <laughs> I think we had that as a title of an episode so, once, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> um, this is their best chance to to get over the storm, I think, in a long, 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 long time. Mm. Yep. And similar to the, the Southscape, I think if the Warriors can get out to an early lead, and they've got that in them this season... It could be well. You could you could basically the script could follow the script of Gallipoli, whereas like the Kiwis raced out to a lead and gained a lot, gained a huge advantage, and and then and then basically event they just they just sat on the advantage too long, and uh, the reinforcements never arrived, and then the storm came over the top of them at the end. Ah, oh, I, th- I thought you would going to make some joke about Mel Gibson delivering a letter to them and then <laughs> going, going on a fucking sugar tits rant. But... <laughs> well, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot to unpack in that one. Mel's had a colourful Mel, life. had a colourful life. <laughs> life, let's be real. <laughs> like he, he called Hitler sugar tits and stopped World War II? <laughs> Yeah, look, um, the Storm are extremely heavy favourites in this game, and I do not fucking... I mean, well, I understand why, because punters are dickheads um, but and degenerates, but like you said, stepdad, the, the Melbourne Storm and the way the, the Warriors, the way that they're built this year with the ability to hang in games for the full 80 yep. minutes with fitness and, uh, and newly added defence to their repertoire, yeah. I think that they... They can score points, no problem. I mean, the Storm's defense is great, and look, the Storm welcoming back Big Nelson—it's a big thing. I mean, that's a, that is a big in for them. Yeah. Mm. But, but it's not. Like for, you look turns... at their forward pack through to their bench. Yeah. So, other than the front row, inc- including the hooker. Yep. The entire back row, all the way through to, I'm I'm willing to give somewhat of a pass to Tarek Sims, but he's most certainly on the tail end of his... Yeah, I mean, Tarek Sims is not the same time. guy he was a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a mountain of plod there. It's a, it's plod central. Yeah, but remember, that, you know, that was the whole thing with Craig. I mean, he could just give these plods all yeah, a, couple, a couple of simple instructions and happening. a job to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've got Tohu Harris on an edge. Um, Revenge game too. Exactly. Yep. Um, Nia Kore in there as well. Fanua Blake and Jazz Tvanga, I think they, yeah, I, I don't think they get completely swamped by, by Welsh and, and 
Nelson. No, not at all. The, the thing about so Walsh then when, is only... when that when that prop rotation comes is Nelson comes... confirmed this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. Um, and look, the thing is, uh, Welsh is like a smart guy. I like his takes on a lot of things around the support around the sport, and and mm. I think that he's a great voice to have um, for the players. But he's not like this bend the line, no. battering ram kind of guy. Yeah, no, and and having said that, when their prop rotation comes off, you've got Eisenhuth, yeah, Bronson Garlic, yeah, yeah. Alec McDonald. Like, I think the other thing with the, the Warriors break. this season is it, it used to be that you could beat them on your off games because they'd beat themselves. Mm. Yeah, you know you'd you'd knock on close to your your own in goal. And it really wouldn't seem to be that stressful because you knew that the Warriors had two, three tackles in them before they'd knock it on themselves anyway. Yeah. Whereas this year, they're respecting the football a fuck of a lot more. Even the media's starting to jump on the resilience tag for yeah, Warriors. Yeah. Um, and, and deservedly so. I, I think it's a, it's a hallmark of what they've shown so far this season. And I think it's it's an extension of their coach. Um, yep. Well, I honestly think the Warriors can get the job done. Yeah, I think so as well. And look, you know, it'd be a big upset, but I'm here for it. Not as big as the Sunday four o'clock upset, let me tell you. You know what, you get upset crying into your wife and while she wa- cry, crying on your wife's shoulder while she fucking wonders Mate, how she lasted 20 years and why she even be, decided to do it in the first place. Been married to an absolute fucking gem of a woman for 20 years, mate. I've got no reason to be upset. <laughs> Uh, you'll be given one on Sunday afternoon. So I'll light your fucking phone up. Yeah, you bring it. You bring it the fuck on. I'm gonna blow your rhythm out. He's <laughs> gonna hear your phone. Bing, bing. Uh, right. So you're a disrupted. Forty-five seconds. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It, maybe it prolongs things. <laughs> maybe which, it distracts me just long enough. At, at which, at which point you'll like, see for me for the first time in twenty years. I tell you what, Glenny. <laughs> what a performance! Oh, was it due to Nathan? Oh, fucking course it was. Oh, my Nathan. Maybe you did, well, that's what you need to do, Glenn. You need to put the phone in like a little cradle on the side so you can see the name where the, mes- where the text is coming from, right? And then so, and then, so you're oh, like, did you you're, get a text from Nathan? What does he say? You're, you're getting—I mean, it works twofold because you're getting distracted, like you know, you know, prolonging things, and it, and she's oh. seeing the name pop up, and like, it should, and you'll get her there quicker as well. So like, you, you might meet in the middle. Imagine, imagine getting the Nate giggle. Imagine getting the Nate giggle in the middle of oh wow, instant soft on. <laughs> What would you do, though, Glenn? Oh, oh, look, I'd try and get going, if I'm honest. <laughs> if it was just on the vinegar strokes. Like, just on the vinegar strokes. Because oh, as, as we as we all know, if you look so at the It's a step dies, up from jerking off to Nathan. You can Nathan. see his soul. <laughs> what if you hear his voice? Does he then own a piece of your soul? Oh, fuck. Yo, I reckon he's. I, I reckon because we've spoken about it now, a, he's going to. Tough, it's a tough accident to explain to the police as to why your wife's unconscious. Now he's. Now he's going. To, now he's. Now, no matter what happens, this has been implanted into his brain now, and this is what he's going to think about on his wedding anniversary. Please, please. Oh, Glenn, Tell you what? I apologise. The button mushroom is terrible behaviour. The button mushroom is going to be like a fucking flint. Uh, all right. Anyway, enough about your mushroom. Good people don't want to hear about your mushroom. Uh, I don't know. Some of them do. Oh, I tell you, I don't know if you got this. The received this photo, uh, stepdad, earlier in the week, but um, a good mate of ours, uh, Michael from Strive, has um, he's moving up here. And a good mate and, of mine. And he's uh, and he sent me a picture the other night, a photograph the other night, and uh, the I'll just where is it? Uh, I've been in Brisbane one night and I stumble upon a fur meet. And he sends me a photo of like a gathering of like furries in a public space in Brisbane City. And I'm like, where the fuck? And he said, South Bank. He said, there's, there's a heap of them. Their pungent odour gave them away before I saw them. Yeah, I said, what, what, odor, what odor was that? You know, like cum dried on plushies. And uh, he said, no, gym locker room stench, sweat and a lack of DO. Yep. Yep. He also said, that's, that's such, it. He also said, there's such a pack of nerds. 
and he's expecting to see some goth baddies among them, but it was legit Magic the Gathering types. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd be a callback to the old Muppet Babies era, but um, where where he may have seen you there several years ago. That's it. (laughs) Caught caught (laughs) Caught in the wake. The best was, of them. was there was there one of them that stunk more like shame than bo? <laughs> uh, I think you'd need a fucking. I think you'd need like you know, gas spectrometers and things to try and measure that. Um, and on that note, that is episode five twelve. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you're still listening now, thanks for listening, everyone. And if you're still listening, uh, apologise <laughs> wholeheartedly on behalf of everyone. Um, Sorry for trapping you in a proverbial car for an hour. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 kind of fitting, isn't it, on this wonderful occasion where Glennie is recording a podcast on the actual date of his wedding anniversary. That's a good man he is. Um, Thisweekinleague.com forward slash links. You can go there, find links to all our social communities, Patreon, all that good shit. Um, I've had a very busy work week at work, but I will get the, the hoodies up probably over the weekend. And... Um, yeah, as if uh, you fellas afterwards, you know, let me know if there's any particular color colorways that you would like to try for yourselves or kids this year. And uh, on that note, that's all we have time for. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, see you next episode. Later. Go the Tigers.